full circle. Full circle. Hi, I'm Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. Girlfriend, this is a place where you and I can connect. It's a show that embraces a 360-degree look at womanhood. It's our voice, our perspective. It's what we care about, and it's how we feel. Empowerment through conversation is what it is. This is Full Circle. Family, welcome to another edition of Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. Family, I have to tell you, you follow the show, you listen to the show every week. I've been on my health journey. I've been doing acupuncture, and, and you know, last week we had Melissa Magonzo and Angela Harris on talking about the Uterine Health Conference and all of these things. I like to share information with my friends, and I feel like you are my friends and my family, and that's why I want to bring some of these conversations to us on this platform so that you can get more information. Now, this is a topic that a lot of people are interested in maybe going vegan. A lot of people are like, ah, vegan's never going to be for me. There is a whole bunch of different thoughts out there. But I wanted to share someone because I have to tell you, when I met this woman, first of all, I was introduced to her by her food. <laughs> and her food was amazing. We had these sliders. They were jackfruit sliders. All of this really delicious food that none of us even knew were vegan like we didn't know that the food was vegan that's how yummy and delicious it was and and so you know as people are getting more into becoming vegan you know a lot of people are trying a lot of the processed meats and and different things like that for me I don't prefer those things I prefer to do as much natural stuff as I can but that's your preference but there are a lot of options so there are different sausages and meats and and all kinds of substitute things that you can use but the point is you can substitute some of your favorite dishes with with vegan options and they can be just as flavorful. So I have brought the woman who has, she introduced me to another level of tasty vegan food, <laughs> Tamiko Garner. And before I introduce her, so let me tell you about this woman that I met a year ago at a retreat in Napa and she brought us some delicious food. So Tamiko Garner is also known as the plant-based vegan sister. Now she likes to keep it real and relatable, inspiring black women over 50 to adopt a plant-based vegan way of eating one, this is her words, one little low plate at a time. Now, after becoming a plant-based vegan five years ago and being a vegetarian for over 30 years, she decided to share her journey with women who were where she was at in middle age, right? The stage she was at in life, she wanted to share with that group of women as well. Tamiko has found her passion and gets so excited when someone does decide to try plant-based based vegan eating. She believes everyone has their own journey and should enjoy each and every step forward towards their healthy, vibrant self through food and exercise. And if you start following this woman on Facebook, you will be inspired by her. I, I know it was a, it was a hundred day journey at one point, right, Tamika? It was a 30 days when it started. And now you're just going and going and going and she's so inspirational. So I'd like to welcome Tamiko Gardner to the Full Circle Studio. Welcome, Tamiko. <laughs> 
Hey, everybody. Look, I'm waving like they can see me. Hey, you can see I'm waving to y'all. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you here. It's been a long time coming. I know when I first met you and Venice was like, you need to have Tamiko on your show. As life happens, we hadn't connected in that way until recently, but I'm so glad to have you here. Right. Let's talk about your journey. So first of all, what I like to do is have the guests introduce yourself to the family. Hey, everybody. I am Tamiko Garner, your plant-based vegan sister. And as Wanda said, um, I like to keep it real and relatable um, and inspire people to adopt a plant-based vegan eating because, you know, just one little old plate at a time. That's how I like to say it. Just one little old plate at a time um, and, and keep it simple and keep it simple as possible. So, Where yeah. are you, a California native? Where are you from? So I am originally from Chicago, Illinois. Okay. That's where I was born and mostly raised and then uh, moved here to the San Francisco Bay Area in 1978. Mm-hmm. I know some people would probably say, girl, you are a Bay Area person at this point. <laughs> yes. But all my roots are still shy and most of all my family is still in the shy. It's uh, just my mom and I out here in the Bay Area. So as far as I'm concerned, Chicago is still home. Okay. All right. All right. So when you were growing up what did food look like or represent to you and your family growing up well so I kind of had two different worlds of food really um because my mom um back of I used to call her the black Martha Stewart uh, because <laughs> she you know is crafty and but she she always did like gourmet food so she cooked with wine and everything right you know she'd make um uh, the the fancy stuff right so I had that side, but then I had my soul root side where we were eating, you know, greens and macaroni and cheese and fried chicken. You know, we had all the the basics of soul food, you know, sweet potato pies and peach cobblers. So I kind of ate from both worlds. Um, But as a child, so here's, here's what's ironic is that as a child, I did not like vegetables. That's so crazy. You know, I didn't either. And it's so funny. Last night I was talking to my best friend and I'm making dinner and I'm sitting here. I had roasted a a pan of cauliflower and I'm eating the cauliflower as I'm cooking. And I was thinking to myself, I would have never done this like even 15 years ago or whatever. I was eating it like it was popcorn and it was so delicious, but I would have never done that before. So I'm sorry to digress there, but yeah, you know, I, I feel you on that. That's, that's so true. I mean, I didn't, you know, for me, a vegetable was corn. Mm-hmm. That was my, that was, you know, I was like, oh no, it's corn. I, I got a vegetable, it's my corn. Uh-huh. Peas, don't put no peas on my plate. As a matter of fact, I did not like greens. Now, no, I did not. Bite your tongue on that one. <laughs> I, no, I did not like greens as a child. Mm-hmm. I thought, ew, right? And one time my aunt, um, my great aunt, may her soul rest, she had made some greens, so I had to sit at the table, and I, everybody was done eating. She she had moved on, watching her stories. Y'all know what the stories are: soap operas, also known as soap operas. Um, so she was watching her stories. I'm sitting here at this table with these greens on the plate. I ate everything, but I ate the meat. I love meat. That was my thing. I ate meat and corn and mash and macaroni and cheese. Favorites. So I said, "Well, she's not sitting at this table, so I'm gonna throw these greens in the garbage." Oh, that was the wrong thing to do. <laughs> I already know it. <laughs> Put them greens in the garbage. She said, did you finish? Then we, uh-huh. 
why she went and checked the garbage. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Did you throw my greens in the garbage? And then go put some more on the plate. So this is what I can't understand. And people don't do this to your kids anymore. Okay. Just don't do this because it doesn't make any sense. So if you know I don't like it and I've thrown it away, why are we putting it back on my plate? I, I don't understand the logic. I don't. Because you it's, know what? I don't think people can understand the logic that their child doesn't like this thing. You know? <laughs> Right. And, and and I get it because you want your child to eat, you know, some uh-huh. healthy foods and eat some good. And I know when I raised my daughter, I my thing that I always said was at least try it. Don't say you don't like it until you've tried it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she do the typical thing. Like, <laughs> I said, girl, that little bitty bite, you won't even taste anything. If you don't put a bite of that food in your mouth to taste it. If you don't like it, then you don't have to eat it. You know what I'm saying? I, I just don't think that. And I get it. You know, remember they used to I learned this in, in Weight Watchers. And they used to say, you know, when you, I don't know if you heard this when you were growing up, they're starving kids mm-hmm. in Africa to get you to eat that food. But okay, so are we going to ship this food to Africa that I'm not eating right now? <laughs> when that came up in, in Weight Watchers, I was like, that's a really good point. This food right here is not going to Africa. Right, right. Right. But, but these are the things that we heard growing up. If yeah. you were old school and you were brought up in the 70s and the 60s, then you probably know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, right. So we, we get these things, we get this um, mindset around food, right? So, yeah, I, I did not. So it's pretty ironic that now I'm vegan and I don't eat any meat at all. Right. That's so funny. You know, another thing as you were talking I, that popped into my mind was cleaning your plate. Oh, oh. Cleaning yes. the plate. And, you know, yes. even when you were full, well, for me anyway, I was trying to clean the plate because I was told to clean my plate. Right. And that's a, that was another trauma that I had to work through. Because even, I mean, like, even into adulthood, when I mm-hmm. was finished, but there was food on my plate, I was like, I got to clean my plate. Like, I was really programmed to do that, right? Right. Those are right. all food behaviors that we, you know, grew up with. Or, like, to me, it's a food trauma, right? Because yep. I, I don't want exactly. anymore. My body's satisfied. But because I, you know, put too much on the plate or whatever it is, whatever I was served, it was too mm-hmm. much. And now I'm like, I feel obligated. And if I don't eat it, I feel wasteful by throwing the rest of it in the right. garbage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And and these are things that we, you know, we live with for a lifetime until someone maybe comes along and, and gives you a new way to think about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and then even then, it still takes a little bit of a uh, little work to work through it and to transition through it. So those were some of the food things. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what did life <laughs> look like in terms of your health and like that whole thing? Did you find yourself like, were you an emotional eater? What was your food, like your food story, if you will? So my food story is, yes, I am an emotional eater and I am a snacker. Um, and I'm also, if I'm bored, so boredom, emotions, and snacks, I could snack all day. And if you gave me a bag of Lay's potato chips, um, don't don't stick your hand in there because you, you you might come back with no fingers. Like, hey, did you just stick your hands in my Lay's potato chips? <laughs> like, oh no. Yeah. So I'm so glad they're still vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I eat my potato chips. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I. I tend to, you know, uh, I can get emotional eating, you know, so, but I've learned to try to 
think of other things to do. And so I've kind of got my emotions a little bit more in check. And so there's other things you have to do to kind of get your emotions in check that have to be related to food. So that was, but my health, I was always what you would call pleasingly plump um, as a kid growing up. Oh, you're, you know, you're pleasingly plump, you know, mm-hmm. or thickums, you mm-hmm. know, so it's, you know, I've always been that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always had a weight fluctuating thing. And so I know growing up, my mom, I was on Weight Watchers. I've done Slim Fast. I've done the Lemonade Cleanse. Mm-hmm. Done, well, that was recent. But um, what was the other stuff that came out back in the day? Oh, God. Uh, oh, the cabbage Atkins, soup. Cabbage soup. Oh, the cabbage soup. Oh. Well, I didn't do Atkins. Oh, okay. I didn't do that one. But I tried the Slim Fast. I was like, oh, this stuff is gross. <laughs> <laughs> cabbage soup, too. That was just overwhelming. Yes. Cabbage <laughs> soup, like every day. I'm about to eat this cabbage soup. So, yeah. um, so I think that I didn't have... You know, I, I, my story doesn't include any health issues. Okay. You know, I, did, I don't have any health. But, um, you know, one of the reasons why, and we'll probably get to this, as to why I ended up going um, plant-based vegan is because, you know, my family has a history of diabetes, you know, um, digestive cancers. My mom has had colon cancer. I've had several uncles or, you know, an uncle or two that have died of, like, some sort of digestive cancer. Um, and so that runs in my mom is pre-diabetic. So it's just, you know, there's the high, high cholesterol. And so there's family history there. And I was like, I'm going to be proactive and change my trajectory. Yeah. You know, yeah. make a choose decision. So. so what was that thing? You mentioned the reason. What was the actual thing that made you say, OK, this is this is it. I'm, I'm going all in. So, um, as we mentioned in my bio, mm-hmm. um, I had been vegetarian for 30 years prior to going plant-based vegan. Okay. So, in my um, vegetarian journey, that that came about, it was in 1986, mm-hmm. and it was a book called Fit for Life. And I read this book, and it talked about how long meat stays in your system. I said, say what? Mm-hmm. Like a week? In your ew. <laughs> so I said, well, I wonder how long I can go without eating meat. Mm-hmm. And that happened. And believe it or not, I was, I had just started that. And one of my favorite great aunt had passed. So it was in November of 2016, somewhere around the October, November. Mm-hmm. And when I went home, they couldn't believe it. They said, what, what do you mean you're not eating? Girl, you're the mood to California. You're not eating meat. What, right? what they doing out there? <laughs> what do you mean you're not eating meat? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm not eating meat. Uh-huh. Like, what? <laughs> so, um, but I did eat cheese and eggs. Um, and as I was in that journey, I, um, so I didn't have chicken or turkey, no beef, pork, none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, I would add in seafood just because it was another option to choose on the menu, right? Because back then, the options that we have now for vegetarian and vegan is massive. I mean, it's back then in the 80s, there wasn't a lot, right? So um, that was the only reason why. So I would only eat seafood whenever I went out somewhere to eat. Um, I very rarely cooked it at home. Um, and so, so I did that up until 2016. I was vegetarian from 1986 to 2016. I was vegetarian and I was married. So, and my husband, my ex-husband was not. Mm-hmm. So I could still cook regular food. Yeah. So I didn't, you know, impose that upon everybody else. Yeah. Um, then 2016, 
I I had I was probably the heaviest I had ever been. Mm-hmm. And um, I was walking up a flight of stairs, and I'm like, "Really? Am I like?" I was walking up going, <laughs> it sounded like mm. Biggie talking about more money, more problems. You know, I was like, "This, this, this is this this I can't do this. I can't." Uh-huh. So um, I said, "I got to do something about this," and I realized that if I kept going this way, then I might end up being diabetic, or you know. So I had to I think about that, and so. Um, I read this book called A Plant-Based Life. And it always starts, my journey always seems to start with a book. It started with that. And I said, ah, all right, well, I wonder how long I can go doing this. And here we are five years later. (laughs) Wait a minute. So in in 2016, when you went over to vegan, to plant-based vegan, you were at your heaviest after being vegetarian for 30 years? Yeah. That's interesting. Well, okay. So being vegetarian, you know, I, I, I like junk food. I'm not gonna okay, lie. Okay, you know, okay. I don't eat a lot of it now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, but but you know, cheese. Oh my god! That's, and yeah, then I wasn't yeah. working out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, things that are fat. I mean, pasta. I mean, there's a lot of you can overeat. Yeah. Um, and and put on the weight. So the way I'm looking at it is that energy in and energy out. So if I'm taking in more energy, but not, you know, using up that energy, yeah. then it, what, where does that stuff go? That's true. It, it just kind of sits there, right? Okay. So, and you can, I mean, you can be, you, you can gain, I've gained weight being vegan. Yeah. Because there's plenty of, you, you know, Oreo cookies are vegan? Well, yeah, we're going to get to that whole junk food vegan <laughs> theory uh, in a bit. Because, yeah, I, I feel like that's just, uh, yeah. So we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so okay, cool 2016, you were at your highest weight. You're like, okay, this is enough is enough. And that's right. You know, you do make, you make a good point in that there are so many foods that are vegan, right? Mm-hmm. Pasta, things like that, that you don't, you know, you don't have to add because that's just wheat and water, right? Flour and water. Yes, yeah, most cases. Yeah. Things like mm-hmm. that. So there are things that we can eat. And because because I used to do this, too. So I'm not I'm not I'm definitely not picking on you. I used to do this, too. Well, I'm vegan, so I can eat more. Right. Right. So, right. yeah, I can see right. where that where that happened. So your health was just like it wasn't that it was bad, but you were like knowing that if I continue down this road. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it, you know, it's, it's not going to be good. And all those different ailments are going to come and it's not going to be good. Right. Because I think we do have to be um, proactive, mm-hmm. you know, as much as we can. Yeah. As much as we can be proactive. And um, like I said, the, the, the options now out there are way more plentiful than before. And we could talk about that a little bit later. But um, and, and, and so when I started this plant-based vegan journey, this book is focusing on plant-based foods. Mm-hmm. So it was talking about not eating, um, reducing processed food, no processed foods, no white sugars, no white flours, no um, um, added sweeteners. So when I started out this journey, I started out with a, in a very healthy way um, in learning. And, and to this day, when I make like a cake or something like that, I don't use white flour. Mm-hmm. I don't use white sugar. Um, 
I don't use brown rice. I use brown rice, you know, um, and <clears throat> I've learned how to, I use like agave or um, maple syrup to sweeten things or date syrup. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are some of the things that I've learned too, just by reading that and then about the processed food. So I try not to eat a lot of the processed meats out there, the Beyond Burgers. And, you know, I mean, I eat it, but it's not my staple. It's not, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not what I do. And when I'm being really, really good, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so what started to happen and I started exercising, I started walking 30 minutes a day mm-hmm. and it moved up to an hour mm-hmm. and I saw myself get back down. And so I didn't, you know, I wasn't um, and I was tracking my food, you know, just to kind of get an idea of what I was looking at. And so and I started I started getting energy. I'm like, wow, I had more energy. Yeah. My face cleared up because I had acne. I've always had acne prone skin. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, look at my face. My dark spots cleared up. I'm like, what? Oh, I ain't never going back. Man, just keep my face clean. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I love it. You know, so um, the benefits were good. And then I started finding out, wow, there's all kind of fruits and vegetables. So I started being more experimental. Mm-hmm. My taste buds change. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll tell y'all that story. I don't like tomatoes. What? Never have. I will pick them out in mm. whatever they are in. Mm. Wow. Even the little stewed tomatoes, like at Uno's Pizza, uh-huh. I pick that out. I'm like, mm, mm, that. Believe it or not, now my taste buds have changed and I will at least attempt, I'm not going to sit there and eat like an apple like yeah. some people, but, you know, I'm now a little bit more open to it. And I make my own fresh tomato sauce with tomatoes. Now picture that. And that's what happens too when you start to eat differently, your palate changes. Uh, yes. We're going to yes. get into so much more conversation. We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> when we come back, more with Tamiko Gardner, the plant-based vegan sister. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. If you have something to add to the conversation, drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. Now that we've done that, let's get back to this. Full Circle with Miss Wanda. We're back, family. Thank you so much for staying with or joining the program. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda, having a conversation with Tamiko Garner, the plant-based vegan sister. <laughs> I love that name. And before the break, we talked about just how Tamiko, um, you know, she was a, ve- a vegetarian for 30 years and how she decided to make the transition over to vegan. So from there, Tamiko, you, you became uh, a plant-based vegan you read read a book right because your journey starts with books right so yep. you, you read a book um and you decided to go plant-based vegan and you were doing that how did the plant-based vegan sister evolve so it's very interesting um I have a friend that uh, lives in Chicago. We used to work together many, many years ago. And so I was talking to her and I'd tell, girl, I learned this and I found out about this. And so I was sharing the information with her. And she said, you know, you should start a blog. I said, girl, start a blog. Who's got time for that? She said, yeah, you should start a blog. Other people want to know this. I said, you think people already know this stuff? She said, I didn't know. So you should start a blog. I went, okay, why not? So I started a blog and and the reason why the tagline keeping it real and relatable was because I felt like 
at the time I would see things posted like on Instagram and Facebook and the pictures of the food always look all perfect. I was like, how many shots did it take for them to get that food to look like that? And how many times I'm going to post my food and this is going to look just like it is on my plate. This is how it is. It's real. This is like a real food. Uh-huh. This is what it looked like when I cooked it the first time. Uh-huh. Right. So that was what I wanted to talk about more, you know, and kind of come from that perspective. Um, and then from that, I started it December 1st, 2017. First blog post. Now, I don't keep the blog up, mm-hmm. but from that, all these other things have evolved. Then I started doing this field trip thing. And I was like, oh, we're doing vegan curious field trips. Mm-hmm. No, plant-based vegan system field trips. And I started that. We did that. What were the field trips? Like, where would you go? So, like, um, the first one was there was this uh, pop-up that was happening at a vegan spot in San Francisco. Oh, okay. So, we went there, and then we found a restaurant, and we said, oh, let's go try the Butcher Sun. We went there, and I was like, oh, well, okay, and they were free, and we didn't charge for it. And then I did another one, we went to a festival, and then from that... I evolved, um, then then came the word, my concept of vegan curious Mm. events. And um, the very first event I held was, it was called, it was a vegan curious event. It was a vegan curious taste event because people like, oh, I'm not gonna eat that because, oh, it's vegan, I don't want that. And I was like, but you you haven't even tasted it, Mm. right? So the concept is that I wanted people to taste it and not know which one was vegan. So my taste events were, um, the first one was held in November Mm -hmm. and it was focused around foods that you eat for Thanksgiving. So like I had, um, I had sweet potato pie, I had potato salad and green beans. So I made a vegan version and a non-vegan version of each item. Mm -hmm. And I, and I didn't tell them which one was what, and then people had to figure out which one was what. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. People could not believe that the sweet potato pie. Oh, I know this is the vegan one. This is no, this is the real one. This is the real one. Mm-hmm. And it turned out it was the vegan one. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there were people that got it mixed. They were like, wait a minute, what, what I've done. So that started my, you know, doing these vegan curious events. So I was holding like once a quarter. So I've done one that focused on breakfast foods. I did one that was like in May. Um, like around uh, Cinco de Mayo, my birthday is May 3rd. Um, And then, and so then I had, then I did one where we had Tabitha Brown was my VIP guest. And that was a vegan food and wine experience. I was like, because I went wine tasting. So all these things I start, happened to start just because it was something I did. And I'm like, well, we need to have some. And so um, I had gone wine tasting with some friends and, and, and they were doing like little tastings. Well, of course they didn't have, you know, they didn't think about the vegan person. Right. So I was like, well, vegan people want to do wine and food too. Right. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I created the vegan food and wine experience. I didn't get to do one in 2020 because of COVID, but I'm hoping to, I'm looking forward to bringing it back. And that was such a great event. I mean, it was so, I um, featured three, uh, three or four different, chefs that mm-hmm. cooked some things and we I had a wine um, sommelier who paired the wine with the food it was a sit down event there's a video on my YouTube channel that kind of gives you a set and Tabitha Brown was there so she ate my crab cakes oh and my. she sat amongst the folks this is I was like oh my god I got Tabitha Brown <laughs> you know <laughs> um, 
and it was so it was really it was really cool it was a nice intimate event and so um that's how and and so it just went from there it's like the next thing just went to the next thing and so now i do meal prep for people um cooking vegan and non-vegan um and i'm about to launch a course so i'm launching a one-on-one coaching program so you know just to kind of get all these things and now i'm about to host my first virtual summit yeah that (laughs) is so awesome that you've done you've you you not you stepped out in a big way you were just doing events because you were vegan and you wanted other people to just at least have the experience to now it's evolved to now people have tasted your food and now that you're cooking for people right you you know Mm -hmm. that's part of your your business right cooking for people i like that you cook vegan and non-vegan right that you Mm -hmm. didn't once you switched over you're just like nope i'm only doing the vegan folks and i'm sure that your non-vegan folks appreciate uh, friends appreciate that do you ever slip do you ever slip them some some vegan stuff now and then uh, well, well I, I know my daughter go ahead. I know my daughter's not listening <laughs> um, so I have done it to her uh-huh. a, a couple times yeah like even when she was little but even just recently like mm-hmm. I make her sweet potato pie mm-hmm. and and she's like this isn't vegan is it uh-uh <laughs> So I just told a lie, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> and I was like, so I'll ask her, how was it? It was good. We ate that pie up. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, long time ago when she was little, I made her vegetarian tacos. She mm-hmm. didn't know. She thought it was real tacos. Yeah. Because she was not vegan or vegetarian. So do, I didn't. Do, do you ever try do your clients or your clients? Do you ever talk to them about becoming vegan? Because I know it's a hard conversation to have. And I, I mean, uh, my best friend and I were talking last night and she was talking to a friend. So she went through a health, uh, a very serious health scare last year. And. Um, ended up going mm. plant based just to to balance out her body, and mm-hmm. so you know she's lost a ton of weight. She looks great. She feels great. Mm. All of that good stuff. And so she was talking to another friend who was like, "No, nope, I'm not trying to hear it." So I know your clients are your clients, but do you ever have that conversation with them, or you know, open the door in a way that makes them curious to go, "Oh, you know, maybe maybe give me a dish here or there, or however you do it." Well, actually, how it worked, um, the uh, the client I had, like right now, two are basically all vegan foods. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, the, my first client, <laughs> she mm-hmm. was interested in the, um, some vegan foods. So actually, I made her quite a few vegan options, mm-hmm. quite a few, and introduced her to some new things. So not only did I make the best, but I also made vegan options as well. And she was like, oh, my God, this was great. I made her a vegan cake. Mm-hmm. And she was like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> it's this mayonnaise cake, and, and it is it is really good. Oh, see, nice. I'm gonna have to place an order with you, Mister Miko. <laughs> we didn't already. Talk. I might have to just be like, I can come to Oakland once a week. <laughs> So you you do meal prep for folks. Um, yeah. What is that? And it's a limited, like? limited, limited, it's a limited amount. So like now I I have a waiting list at this point because uh-huh. I'm obviously I'm working full time. Yeah. So timing. Um, but you can either um, select once a week or every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I prepare your meals. You get like a, a I have like a menu of items that you can select from. Mm-hmm. 
And then I prepare them. I usually have a consultation with you first, you know, to find out. We do a meal assessment so I can find out what are your likes, your dislikes, you know, any allergies. Um, what are some of your favorite types of foods? You know, mm-hmm. I love to cook curry. I love curry. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. You might get some curry dishes, but that might not be your thing. Right. So right. if it's yeah. not, then you don't get the curry dishes, right? You get to select. So um, and depending on what your what you are trying to achieve, like I have some people who are trying to release weight. Um, so I might make sure that I'm doing things that um, creating meals that are a little bit lower in caloric, but still get their nutritional value. Yeah. You know, so maybe instead of having spaghetti with pasta noodles it'll be spaghetti with um zoodles zucchini noodles you know um that that kind of give you a lower carb avenue and i know we're probably gonna talk about this but y'all don't be afraid of carbs please just eat the good good carbs the ones with the fiber don't don't get they don't have to be your bad friend yeah they really don't yeah you know, carbs really are your friend it's just they the, are. the type of carbs like you said and the yes. amount that we have you know because everybody's yes. body processes differently but for the most part you don't want to do a lot you know and, and carbs a lot of carbs affect things like diabetes and things like that right yes yeah right right yeah so yeah being careful yeah. with that and i'm glad you mentioned that because that's what i had for dinner last night i had my own homemade roasted <coughs> tomato and red pepper um, sauce that I make either as a soup or a tomato sauce and zoodles and my um, perfected recipe for walnut mushroom meat. Oh, yes, that's the best. Bomb, ain't That's it? the best. It's the, it's the best. Oh, my gosh. You get that? I, I, I did that for a... Um, Chef Mimi, I don't know if you know her, she does the Black Food and Wine Experience. Uh-huh. And... Um, Right before we went into COVID, February of last year, I was I had a table there mm-hmm. and I had vegan tacos and I made one with like the walnut mushroom meat. Mm-hmm. And then for those who had a nut allergy, I made one with sunflower seeds. Oh, nice. And the, people were like, oh, my God, was, I had people come back for like seconds, thirds. Mm. <laughs> and I had these little mini um, black bean burgers. Oh, I love black, black bean balls. Bean yeah. Burger too. Yeah. Yeah. So you talked about uh, doing meal prep and all the things you did um, prior to COVID. How has COVID impacted your both your life and your business? Well, actually, the meal prep came during COVID. Oh, OK. I wasn't doing that before. And see, everything always happens for me like so organically, uh-huh. just seriously. Because uh-huh. meal doing meal prep and cooking for other people was not on my business plan, <laughs> not in my radar. Uh-huh. No, I'm gonna leave that to the caterers because that's a caterer. That... And um, how I end up with meal prep is a friend. Um, she, uh, we were in a, in a, a seminar together and she said, oh, do you know anybody who does meal prep? And I said, oh yeah, sure. And I gave her, you know, like four names, uh-huh. four names I gave talk to. And so then I said, then I thought about, it, I said, well, you know, she's talking about vegan food and she wanted some vegan stuff. I was like, oh, well, so I called, I said, well, you know, maybe I could put my name in the hat. And she said, girl, that's what I was hoping you were going to do. You call me and then you give me three give me somebody else's name. Give me some other names. I was hoping that you were going to do it. And I went, oh. And she was my first client. I just started that like March of last year. So wow. I guess technically I've been doing it a year now. Mm-hmm. 
and um and uh you know i had her from like may to De- march to december mm-hmm. um and so and right now i'm working with a couple of new i got some new clients so i got about four mm-hmm. three or four at one point most i've had was four at one time and so yeah. some have kind of tapered off but you know right now it's like two or three and um that's how that came about like seriously nice all serious. So I started, I didn't have a plan. Uh-huh. I didn't know how to do this. I was just like, I'm just going, okay, let's do it. Right. <laughs> and it just happened. And that that's, uh, that's cool how COVID birthed that for you. What about your personal yes. life? How has COVID impacted you personally? You know, it has helped me to, I've, I, in all honesty, I mean, there's a part of me that's appreciated it mm-hmm. because it's gotten me to kind of slow down um and not feel like i gotta rush to be somewhere all the time Mm -hmm. um i feel like it's given me time to kind of connect with myself um and it's actually given me time to really in all honesty maybe connect with my other friends and stuff because we all are home so we can chat on the phone or we can you know have zoom meetings um i've experimented a lot more i've done um So for me, I feel like it's been a good thing Mm -hmm. in terms of being able to stop um, and, you know, really be grateful and appreciative of what we do have, you know, because I think I was starting to get a little, little burnt on the constant running, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like that in that way, and it's helped me to hone in some other skills, skill sets. Yeah. So uh, from that perspective, I say, you know, and I always like to look at things from the positive perspective Mm -hmm. you know like what's the good that we can gain out of this what can i be grateful for with this versus like oh i can't go out or i can't do this i mean granted i do miss i'm starting to miss that now Mm -hmm. but no honestly i was like home by i'm like good i ain't gotta go nowhere i ain't gotta drive (laughs) right not it's really nice really nice oh really oh okay so you know i like zoom Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's cool for me. I still get to see you because yeah. I talk to you. Right. You know? um, so that, you know, yeah. So I would say from that perspective, I I feel like it's I've had some good stuff that's popped out of it and just different ideas have popped out of it, too. So yeah. what sparked this uh, again, family, if you follow um, Tamiko, go follow her on Facebook and Instagram. But you do this every morning. You get up and you walk. Now, you started off, you said, as a as a 30 day Yep. Just 30 days. And now you're back. You're into your 100 days now. Right. Or you're approaching 100 or where are you at with this? Oh, I'm in 320 something now. Oh, okay. All right. What sparked that? What made you decide not just to do that walking, but also to share it with people? So um, what sparked it was, as as most of us have known, I was like, ooh. I'm wearing, I'm only wearing elastic waisted pants. <laughs> yes. Huh. Oh, oh, I, I don't really want COVID-19 pounds. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, I could feel it was coming. I was like, I need to get out. And then I think it was at least being able to get outside and get some fresh air. Yeah. Right. So it was kind of twofold. It's like, okay, I need to get some exercise in mm-hmm. since I couldn't go to the gym. Um, but I, it was, and then to get outside since we were stuck inside. Mm -hmm. So that's what sparked it. And I was like, I'm just going to walk for 30 minutes a day, just at least get outside. 
and I wouldn't get a mile in. Now I can get a mile in in 15 minutes or oh, less, wow. less. Um, and two miles in like 30 minutes. Sometimes I've done two miles in 28 minutes or mm-hmm. 27, I've, you know, shoot. Um, the longest I've gone, the longest mileage I've done has been like six and a half miles. Okay. And it started with walking and now it's jogging. Mm-hmm. I don't like to run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't run. Don't run. Oh, I hated that in high school. Like, oh my God, we gotta run the track. Oh. Now I'm like, really? I'm I'm jogging every day. And I don't like being in the rain and I don't like mud. So people who know me know that me in the mud, we don't really like to get along. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to be in the rain. I wish that to me, if we didn't have to go outside in the rain, I'd be really happy. Yeah. Like on rain days, we shouldn't have to go to work when it rains. We shouldn't have to be out there. But I would agree with that. What, <laughs> what have you learned about yourself through that process, though? Because it's I inspirational to me to see in the mornings, like um, yesterday morning, <laughs> you, you know, you had a really good message. And so I'm just I, it's inspirational for me to see those. But I'm curious, what have you learned about yourself through this this experience? One, I have learned that I do have discipline and I can be consistent. I've also learned that when you do something long enough, it does just become a part of your life. Like, I can't even imagine if I haven't run. Like, I haven't gotten my run in this morning because of some errands and stuff I had to run. But I'm sitting here like, oh, I got to get my run in. Yeah. I gotta, you know, because I feel like it. And now it has become my peace. Mm, that's good. It's now become my, my time for me. So, like, after I've done my talk on social media and you know that's why I like to do it in the beginning Mm -hmm. because then after that that I found time to meditate uh pray through things Mm -hmm. listen to audio books um and it's just like it it helps me with my peace Mm, that's good It, it has really and that and now I look forward to that so the lesson I learned like wow you know um at first it was like the discipline like oh my god i cannot believe i have gotten up i was like what i did a hundred days get out of here you know so yeah. then i was like okay i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop i'm just gonna do six days a week you know uh-huh. and it was like i can't i can't even imagine not, not doing, doing it. it yeah and, and that's so true of so many things in our lives when we find so when we're making a change we have to give ourselves grace first of all to yes. continue it even though you may not see the result in the beginning that you're you think you're looking for or that you're looking for even mm-hmm. though it may not feel good in the beginning whatever it is we have to continue to go at it because it will really eventually turn into something where it's just a part of your your everyday life. Yes. I like that. And it yeah, is. you will it build is. that discipline um, and, and really start to be able to make some changes. And once you see, I think a lot of times, too, once people start seeing the different changes, then mm-hmm. that encourages you too to yes. continue to go on because now you're feeling good or whatever the situation is. Right. You've seen that change that you were desiring and now it's actually coming to fruition. So now it's like, I can't stop because now I'm look at me. I'm, I'm you know, whatever it is, I'm at the top of the class or whatever the thing is. Right. Now you, you're you're getting there yeah and so i'm really trying to my goal now is to take that same discipline and apply it to other areas of my life 
Good. Because it's like, okay, if you can do that here, Mm -hmm. then that means you you can do it in other areas. You know, you just have to put forth that work to do that and build up that stamina, build up that discipline. And like I said, even with the walk, I started adding in um, dancing. So I said, well, I'm going to do a dancing for 30 minutes. So not only was I walking every morning, but I was also doing 30 to 40 minutes of dancing. Um, And then I was also, so three days out of the week, I was also doing cat fitness uh, training, which was HIIT training. Mm -hmm. So I was doing that for 30 minutes. Um, So I would do him, it was Monday, Wednesday, Friday at six to 6.30. I would probably do my dance between five and 5.30. I do that before his and then go do my job so that could all be done by 745. And you know what? I started doing that where I work out in the morning. Like I always liked working out in the mornings, but um, I added a workout to my walking every day and got all that done. It it just makes the evening so much better, especially now with daylight savings. Now I can feel free to go out with friends and things like that and not feel guilty that I didn't get my walk in today or I didn't get my workout in today. So, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the I fact that I've got to go do my walk at 12 today is like, oh, that's so late. And I feel like that's throwing all my stuff. Just to do it in the morning, then I'm done. Yeah. And there's no, there aren't people out, you know, I mean, there are some people, but I don't have to deal with cars. I don't deal with all the crowds. Yeah. And it's just, a, you know, I've, 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 I don't know what I've become as I've gotten older. I think I just I don't want to be around people. The evolution, though, is really nice. <laughs> Seeing ourselves evolve is really, really nice. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back more with Tamiko Gardner, I want to talk about some of the myths around veganism Ooh. when we come back and the Vegan Curious event that is coming up in April. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Ms. Wanda. Thank you so much for tuning into the program. We're going to take a quick break, family. We'll be right back after this. Empowerment through conversation that starts with you. Tell us what topics you want to hear. Drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. Empowering women through conversation. This is what she does. She is Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. Friend to the show, the boldness coach, Miss Venice Johnson. She's been on the show several times. Just an amazing person. And that's where I met Tamiko is at Venice's Boldism Retreat back in February of last year before COVID, before we knew we were going to be locked down forever and ever. And so it was an amazing thing. Tamiko provided the food. Venice provided just a space for women to thrive and to state our goals and actually make plans to meet those goals because it's nothing like she said without the discipline of it all and so that's something that I I can just honestly say fam I've I've lacked but now I'm getting a lot better but follow her on social media the boldness coach Venice Johnson she's doing some amazing work out in the world I'm so proud to know her and be a friend of hers it's just amazing when women come together and support each other amazing things can come from it all and that's you know again that's how I met Tamiko and now you know hopefully we can create a partnership moving forward because there's so many things that she's doing out in the world as well if you're just joining us this is full circle I'm your host Miss Wanda I'm having a conversation with Tamiko Gardner she is the plant-based vegan sister you can follow her on Instagram and Facebook at plant-based vegan sister there's also a Facebook group plant-based vegan sister on Facebook that you can join into and get some really good tips every Monday she does a, a live series talking to different guests talk about what you're doing with vegan curious events and how that's evolving even in the midst of this pandemic well even in the midst of this pandemic i am you know doing a few things online and i am actually in the process of 
hosting my very first virtual health summit. It's a virtual total health summit that's going to be, a, we just changed the date. So for those who've been following, the date was going to be next weekend, the 27th and the 28th, but it is now moved to April 17th and 18th. Same times, April 17th is um, 10 to 12 and uh, April 18th, which is a Sunday is eight to one, 10 to 12 on Saturday, eight to one on Sunday. And I am really excited about it because we've got some great speakers lined up. We're talking about the total health because I am, you know, I'm growing into this belief that it's not just about food, but it's about everything that surrounds with food, right? Because we we talked a little bit about emotional eating, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I've got one we're going to try to talk about like mental health, budgeting and believe you like, well, how does budget affect your health? Well, yeah, budget does affect the way that you eat because you could be stressed out about your budget. That's right. You, you know, you have to plan and know and, and make sure you you're planning to, to purchase the right foods to eat. Right. So it still revolves around that um, goal setting and planning. That's why. So and they're going to be, you know, because it's going to be interactive. We're going to do some dancing. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're going to have DJ in the house. Oh, nice. I, like the I nice. love the dance. So. And I want it to be um, a summit that's fun and engaging and not just, you know, sit and listen, but that you walk away with some nuggets. Um, and it's it'll be, you know, basically it'll be free to attend. And uh, but if you want to get the recordings, there will be a rate for that. So okay. I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, that's going to be absolutely amazing. The Vegan Curious Total Health Summit is happening April 17th and 18th. Uh, where can we get the details for that? You can get the details. Um, oh, gosh, I should have sent you that list. Um, you can go on the Facebook page or actually there's a link. There's a link on my um, Instagram. OK. And it's uh, and, and when I when we say you follow me, I want you to know that it's sister S.I.S.T.A.H. That's a good point. Yes. And, yeah, because a lot of times people put, I didn't find you. And I was like, you know, it's got to put T-A-H. So if you go to my Instagram and look at the link in the bio, it'll take you there and you can get yourself on the wait list. I mean, on the um, email list so that you get all the information about the uh, about the summit. Okay, so those of us that are already on your email list will automatically get a yes. notification. Okay, cool. Very yeah. cool. Yep. Very cool. Yep. And then sure I'll share will. out whatever information uh, you allow me to share out from my pages as well. So, yeah, oh, great. Awesome. Now, and then I'm also doing, um, I'm going to start a um, online cooking sessions, like live cooking sessions. What? So, yeah, yeah. I was going to do a cooking membership, but then I talked with um, someone yesterday who said, yeah, no, maybe you should put that on the back burner for now. So, okay, so I'll do that in 2022, but I still want to have, um, you know, some live cooking sessions and the focus will be on how to veganize your favorite recipes. Oh man, that is so wonderful, Miss Tamika. Oh, let's go there because one of the <laughs> things for me is so people. I think people that know me are just like, "What are you doing now? Are you are you still eating meat?" Because then when I see people, are you eating meat now? Are you not eating meat now? Because I go back and forth. But one of the reasons I go back and forth is because when I run out of recipes or when I get tired of eating the same things over and over again, I'm like, "Let me just revert to back back to what I know," and that mm. might be some things that are not as healthy uh, for me as I should and so I'm glad that you're doing that because even you know my favorite recipes if I can even be able to manipulate them in a way to make them healthier that would be great but one I know one of my problems and I'm sure someone else that's listening out there feels my pain in that uh, 
I, when I run out of recipes or ideas for recipes, then I just revert back to just eating the same old junk. And then, then I'm, you know, I'm not feeling good. You know, after I had been mm. eating so good and clean, now I'd, I don't feel well anymore. And now I start to revert back. And when I don't feel well, I don't feel like cooking or I don't feel like, right. you know, eating as healthy as I should. Yeah. So thank you for that. When is Tell us about that. When is that starting or how can we join in? Well, that's cons- well, if you're on the list, you'll get all this information. Okay. So I haven't set the date of when I'm going to start that, but I am looking to probably start that in April. And it's just going to be like something once a month, you know, mm-hmm. not all the time, yeah. but just once a month, a little live cooking session. Um, because I know a lot of times people, you know, feel like they don't know what to do or how to change things out. Mm-hmm. Because there are, you know, a lot of times in a recipe, you can start with an easy recipe and there's a simple exchange that you can make and still mm-hmm. and make it vegan. Sometimes it's just a matter of changing out the milk or changing mm. out the butter, right? You, Miyoko's butter oh. has a great butter. I Miyoko's love butter. has a great butter. And also, you know who else has a good butter? Um, oh, Kite Hill. Kite Hill. I haven't tried those oh, yet. Kite Hill's butter is amazing. Yes. Get out. Yes. Okay, I'm going to go find some and try that because I am a my, Miyoko's lover of yeah. that butter. I yeah. don't even... and And... And there's one thing I do want to say, and I know we're probably going to talk about that, but one of the reasons why I use Miyoko's butter is because the list of ingredients is short. That's good. Yeah. That makes all the difference. That makes a difference. You know, I used to use uh, one of, I forgot that plant-based butter. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Some other brand. Balance or something like that. I Uh, forgot what it was, but it was a vegan, but I used it before. But the list on there was like, you know, 15 pages long. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah. You know, that's just too many ingredients. Um, but making simple changes like that, even eggs, you know, there's there's substitutes for eggs that you can make yeah. um, and still have and still get the flavor. Right. So I that's what I want to be able to do. And that's one of been my thing that I've been doing is mm, I saw this recipe. That recipe looked good. Let me figure out how to veganize that. Mm, I can make that vegan. I love so that. So I've done that with um, like one of Giada's recipes. She has this beet risotto. Mm hmm. I veganized that, but and all I had to change was the cheese. Oh, okay. So, so, so sometimes it is really just that simple—just swapping so, out one or two things. Yeah. And again, and two, allowing yourself, family, to be open to the flavors and tastes. A lot of the stuff, like the Miyoko's cheese or the uh, Miyoko's butter, the Kite Hill butter I mentioned, tastes like butter. But there are some things mm-hmm. that are going to be slightly off. Like I made, yes. um, I made some uh, nachos. And the vegan cheese took a little longer to melt. And I was like, what the heck is this? And the flavor was a little bit different. I used a brand that I will never use again. It was it was gross. But um, the flavor was not good. But then I didn't throw out all vegan cheese. I just threw out that brand in my mind. And now I'm going to try another one. So allow yourself to also be able to taste and test and try and do things. And some of these things aren't as expensive because I know I I know friends have said, well, I'm not going to just be tasting things. And if I don't like it and spent all this money, but grocery outlet has a bomb. A, a, a lot of the grocery outlets have really good selections. That's why I got the Kite Hill butter. A lot of stores are starting to carry yes. 
these products and it's not always the whole foods that's really expensive it's grocery yeah. outlet in some of the other places there is a vegan group that i follow on on facebook um shout out to tiffany sharp and the, you know we post things all the time and a lot of times people are finding mm-hmm. stuff like at their local grocery outlet which is mm-hmm. really amazing but i want to mm-hmm. transition real quickly to some of the myths about veganism uh, from your perspective, what are some of those myths? I know one of them is that vegans don't get enough protein. Yeah, that's that. I would say that is the biggest one, right? Uh-huh. And everybody is freaked out about, oh, I'm not going to get enough protein. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. First of all, if you are not a bodybuilder and participating in Mr. and Ms. America, mm-hmm. you are getting more than enough. Pro- you're probably getting more protein than you even need, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. For, for protein, you only need like a fistful of protein a day. Mm-hmm. So if you had one piece of meat, that would be your protein for the day. Yeah. But you don't need, you know what I'm saying? So I think we, you know, um, we we overcomplicate it and it's really simple. And um, so I haven't had a problem with my protein. Now, there's a lot I of do, veggies that have protein. That people you know, don't you got chia seeds. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of you can get your you can get protein from your nuts and seeds. Quinoa actually is a source of protein. It's a complete protein, right? Um, you've got your nuts and seeds. You have chia seeds. You've got hemp seed. You know, and and like you said. There are different vegetables that have like trace amounts of protein in it. So when you add that all up, it's all cumulative. It's not like you had to eat it all at one meal. Yeah. Right. The only difference I would say is you may be more mindful of that extra protein, especially if you're doing like bodybuilding and, you know, and you're exercising a lot and you're using a lot of your muscle. Mm -hmm. Because I noticed I had to do that. Cause I was trying to figure out well, why am I getting so like drained and so um, my fitness trainer he said well you probably need to get just a little bit more protein not over like you know go yeah. do a whole pound but and I noticed that when I did have that protein after my work like I had a protein powder mm-hmm. I have a vegan protein powder from Arbon, which I do sell that product mm-hmm. um, so you know and it's great and I take that and then I thought, oh, yeah, that made a big difference yeah so I, and it is this is just a myth and I say that there's also the myth about soy I don't say it was a myth. I think that um, I personally do eat soy. I don't eat a lot of it, but I know there's a lot of a lot of people say they can't do soy. They're allergic to soy. Soy is not good for you. You know, so there's just so many. Personally, I say you do what works for you. Right. Do your research. At the end of the day. Exactly. We already talked a little bit about being vegan is expensive. Um, Mm -hmm. Every Sunday, except for tomorrow because I'm going hiking, but mostly every Sunday you'll find me at the farmer's market, right? Uh, If you go to places like that to get your veggies and fruits and different things, um, and then check out the the grocery outlets of the world and the other places, Mm -hmm. the other uh, non-large chain grocery stores or the ones that are not as expensive are starting to carry more vegan options as well so anything do you have anything about being vegan from uh is expensive from your perspective um i i i don't feel like it's as expensive to me than, than what i was eating before yeah um yeah there may be some things that you might like if you're going to go organic you know so yeah. of course that's always a little bit more of a premium but you can go for the you can go for those foods that uh, where they have thick skin and maybe not get that organic, but you know, like maybe your greens and some of the fruits and where you're going to eat the skin, then go for those that are, um, the other thing I would say, um, oh my God, where'd that thought go? 
hate when that happens. Yeah, I oh like that gosh. point. Oh, Trader ahead. Joe's. Yes. Trader Joe's yes. is actually very, I mean, I, you know, and they have organic and their prices are very reasonable. I know that there are some people who are not shopping Trader Joe's because of, you know, Black Lives Matter, that whole thing that happened with them. Um, but their pricings are very reasonable. And they've got a lot of vegan stuff. And also, I also want to make the point that um, and help people to realize that um, there are things that are already vegan that you were buying. So it's not you, you already bought that. So if you look at it from this perspective, yeah. you already bought vegetables, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if you were buying vegetables, you were already buying vegetables. You were already probably buying some pastas. You were probably already buying some tomato sauces. Mm-hmm. So there were things that you were already buying that already are vegan. Yeah. So it's not that big of a switch like people may think in some in some areas. In some in some areas, yeah. right? In some areas, right? Mm-hmm. So um, just think about that. And then let me tell you, you stop buying meat, you 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 got that extra to buy the other stuff, <laughs> right? Because I'm I'm just gonna say when I was buying for my client and buying meat, and I realized how the bill went like. You know, a piece of salmon was like ten dollars. Yeah. Come on, y'all. Yeah. You know how many vegetables you can get for ten dollars? Okay, right. let's I don't want to get all in there, but I'm just saying. <laughs> and you got a piece of salmon uh-huh. and you so the meat that you're buying is not cheap. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna get a good quality meat too. What um let's talk about some other myths about ve- veganism. Um, that there are not enough food options that you only can eat salads. Like if I'm a vegan, all I'm gonna do is be eating salad all day. No. I'll tell you where you probably will be eating sa- salads. Mm-hmm. If you go to the steakhouses. Now, you know, I eat out with my friends quite often Mm -hmm. and I can always find something on the menu. There are some places that are a little bit of a challenge and you're probably going to have French fries and maybe a salad. But um, I would say look at the side options. Sometimes like they'll have sauteed spinach. Mm -hmm. Just ask the question, is it made in olive oil or is it in butter? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, You can sometimes get a baked potato. You don't have to get French fries. You can get a baked potato without the dressing. You know, so um, there are options um, and different places that you go, different um, ethnic foods will probably have more options for you, like Mediterranean, Um, actually Chinese, Asian foods. You're going to get some Indian foods. You're going to get a lot of options. Yeah. so and that you know restaurants now are starting to pick up you know they got the beyond burgers and the you know so you there's way more actually mexican food as a matter of fact you can go and get options so there you just have to think outside the box you've got to think outside of what you're just always used to yeah and 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 it'll take and it takes a little bit of time i'm not going to say you did overnight you know but it takes a little time it takes a little creativity um and you can do it. You got more options. You do yeah. have options out there. Yeah. And, and don't be afraid to ask them to make some stuff that's off menu, too. You exactly. Know? That, that's exactly. one thing that a lot of restaurants will accommodate you. Um, mm-hmm. You're eating, uh, you know, ask them to make, you know, well, can I just have this portion of the meal or whatever? And, and yeah. a lot of restaurants will accommodate that as well. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about one that you mentioned earlier, being a <laughs> junk food vegan. That you you really can be a vegan eating junk food, right? Oh my God, you can. You can have yourself some cakes and candy and donuts, and because they all have vegan versions, y'all. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and I'm I'm I, I, I I'm raising my hand. So <laughs> raise your hand if you are a junk food person. I can I can do it. 
Okay. But also know that I cannot do it as well. Yeah. Um, and it is easy. Like Oreo cookies are vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, those little brevetta biscuits that you sometimes you get on the plane. Y'all know those are vegan? Oh. They, they are vegan. they? Yeah. Um, because they don't. Is, is it is it that the, the product doesn't have what dairy? Is that the main right. ingredient? Yep. It doesn't have dairy. Okay. All no, right. No dairy. Um, saltine crackers. Vegan. Ritz crackers, vegan. Club crackers, vegan. Now, I'm not going to say that they are plant-based. Right, right. There, and there's a difference. Vegan. There's yeah. a difference, okay? Um, uh, you know, you can go to Whole Foods and get you some vegan donuts, and they are good. They are good. People are making vegan cupcakes. So you can be a junk food vegan. You can. It's yeah. really easy. And you can still fry your food, you know? You can still fry. You don't have to. So it's... It is easy to do. It's yeah. easy to do. And, and right now, it's a lot of it out there. Yeah, that's for sure. And it seems like it's <laughs> growing every day. But I like how you made the distinction because vegan and plant-based vegan are two different things. And I know there's other lacto-oto-vegan. I yeah. can't... I'm at, at, Pardon me if I'm not saying the name right. Where now you're talking about not even indulging in clothes and things that are made with plant-based, or not plant-based, excuse me, animal products, things like that. So there's different, even within the vegan world, there's different types. Yeah. The junk food is one. And yeah, there's, you know, a lot of options out there. You can say that you're vegan by eating junk food because it doesn't mm-hmm. have the products that are would be considered animal or plant or um, right. animal based. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it, it, there's a lot it's of stuff a, out there. And here's here's how the, the term vegan even came about. Mm-hmm. OK, it was really um, I, gosh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting his name, but he was vegetarian and they weren't eating animal products. And so what he did was he took the word vegetarian and mm-hmm. took out like the T's and the R and made vegan. Oh, okay. That's how, <laughs> so that's where that came from. So, and as we were talking about, I do want to kind of touch on that a little bit, the distinction between the plant-based yeah. and vegan. So there is what you call, right now we're seeing things out there that are saying plant forward. So that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not eating meat. That means that their their menu is more plant forward. So there are books, magazines that I've gotten. I was like, wait a minute, this had a egg in it? But what they're thinking is like well, they're focusing more on plants. Vegan is more of, basically it's more of a lifestyle. So that's like no animal product. So it has a tendency to be more, like you said, the clothing, mm-hmm. um, you know, makeup, that that's the veganism side and they're all about the animals mm-hmm. now there's whole food plant-based which is kind of where i started where i talked about the processed foods so so that is you know eliminating processed foods including olive oil so whole food plant-based you whole food plant-based cooking you're not using oils you're not using white sugars you're not using white flours um and no processed foods so that is on your on the on the whole and that's mainly based upon eating so that's kind of you've got that little spectrum there right so you can go vegan you can go plant forward you can go whole food and you can be and they got flexitarian good god almighty now yes. you can be a flexitarian yes. right so you can be whatever you want you know what right. you can be whatever heck you want to be that's Pretty right much. that's right that's right i love i love the freedom of choice it's like even uh you know whatever works for you family we're just giving you information here the main thing is yeah. to do your research and figure yes. out what works for you what your body needs because 
because everyone's body is different. So just because your friend went plant-based and, and, you know, maybe eliminated these health conditions, the way your body may process may be a bit differently. And so that's where you're doing your research, talking to your physicians or your health care providers will help you to kind of gauge where you're yeah. at, where you need to be and where you need to go. Um, and then trying foods out, trying those things out. Again, I'm telling yes. you, this isn't a like a, a you know advertisement for Grocery Outlet, but again, <laughs> I have found that Grocery Outlet has found, I found a lot of unique vegan products there. There's a walnut butter that I absolutely love. Things like that. And you can just try one thing at a time. If you like peanut butter, try walnut or almond or another nut butter. If you like milk, try one of the other milk. I mean, if you want to start to transition and think about eating healthy. And again, you don't have to go all the way either. You can just substitute one or two things and still have your regular, you know, eating plan. You know, you. but there are ways that you can make healthier options of some of the foods you can eat and we're gonna so once you join Tamiko's uh, mailing list or follow her on social media you'll also be able to get information when she starts that cooking class too yeah because that is going to be amazing we're gonna take a a break when we come back with our last segment I want Tamiko to give us some top five things that people need to consider before going plant-based vegan And also some words of wisdom for people that are either beginning their journey or maybe they're just, you know, stalled out um, in their journey and just don't know where to turn next and are thinking about, nah, forget it. Let me just go order a pepperoni pizza, you know, Uh, (laughs) you know, as well. So keep it right here. We'll be right back. Like and share our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5. It's not just talk when you put it into action. Empowering women through conversation with Miss Wanda. We are back, family. Thank you so much for staying with the program. This is Full Circle. I am your host, Miss Wanda, having a conversation with my guest, Tamiko Garner. She is the plant-based vegan sister. You can follow her on social media at plant-based plant-based vegan sister, and that's S-I-S-T-A-H. Don't get it wrong. Um, it's plant-based vegan sister on Instagram, and there is a plant-based vegan sister group on Facebook. Make sure you're joining. Tamiko and I are having this conversation about the vegan lifestyle and transitioning. And you know, again, it's not going to be for everyone, and that's okay. What I would like you to see, family, or what I'd like you to just you know take this information in and do what's best for you. If you're looking for a way to eat healthier, maybe in some areas, but not other maybe you don't want to give up meat and that's absolutely fine maybe you want to just make your side dishes a little more healthier um you know that just consider what works for you and your family and make the choice that brings you and your family the best results so that's how we're doing it today before we close up this episode i'd like tamiko to give us the top five things to consider before someone decides to go and i'm going to say plant-based vegan because you just heard us talk about all the differences but what are some of the um things that people should consider tamiko well one of the things that i think is number one is to understand your why so it starts with your mindset um, and have your why and a, and a good strong why that you can always come back to, right? Whatever that is. Like for me, it's it's being proactive and um, and not wanting to have any of those diseases plague me, right? Um, and and so for, for me, it's my overall health. Um, the other thing is I would uh, say is like flexibility. Be willing to be flexible. 
in your taste buds, even in your schedule, in your planning, be willing to be flexible, especially like if you're going out to eat, be flexible. Don't make, just because you are, don't make it somebody else's issue, right? Mm-hmm. Or or their concern. I think that's one of the things that my friends appreciates about me is that when we go, I don't say, well, everything needs to be focused around what I, how I eat, because I'm the big, well, I'm the minority, mm-hmm. right? I'm the, I'm the only one eating vegan. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> make it work for me. I gotta make their whole life change. So, but be flexible and be open-minded. Um, and start where you are. You know, start where you are. Right. I started differently. I went I went just all in. That may not be what's going to work for you. You may start meatless Mondays or um, say no Sunday. I mean, you know, you may. Oh, I just made that up. Say no Sunday. (laughs) Hmm. Think about that. I'm going to put a campaign around that. Um, You know, so start where you are and what works for you in your schedule and how you do things. Okay. So don't feel like you got to take on what everybody else does. Um, and be willing to plan. Planning is helpful. It will plan. So you plan for your success, let go of, uh, and the other thing to go back with mindset, I would suggest to let go of, oh my God, I can't ever have cheese mm-hmm. and turn mm-hmm. that around to, oh my gosh, I get to try some new things. Mm-hmm. Right? So instead of focusing on what you can't have, focus on all the wonderful things you can have. Right? So it's just, just changing that whole mindset. And then um, lastly, build your community. Know who is your community. Yeah. Right? You're gonna, you, you know, support is fantastic. Whether you get that support in a Facebook group, like you mentioned earlier, Wanda, I, I started there. I started, you know, Facebook group, um, magazines, blogs, YouTube. You know, you can build your community around that. Have yourself resources that you go to, um, and then you'll slowly start to build yourself some friends. I've got friends who, you know, we're vegan, and so you know, we can communicate and talk. You know, so. Build your community, right? That is, I think that those are those are my top five. I yeah. would say, you know, and notice I didn't say anything about food and those type things, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those are great so, ideas. Those are great tips. Thank you. Yeah, and then last, here's a bonus tip. Okay, become a label reader. Mm. A label reader is going to that is going to be a skill and a talent that you will build up. You will get to the point where everything, you might even start looking at what's the ingredients on this water. Mm-hmm. You know? Because right? <laughs> <laughs> as you become, as you begin to read labels, you now have understanding, right? You start to go, oh, that has that in there? Because you don't think about it. Yeah. Oh my God, this has, like, there was this thing I found, it was a, um, a lemongrass paste. Mm-hmm. And I figured, okay, it's just lemongrass paste. I turned around and I made the mistake and didn't read the labels before I brought it home. Mm-hmm. I brought it home. I went, this has dairy in it, oh. but it's going to be just lemongrass paste. Yeah. Why does it have dairy? Mm-hmm. You know, so you'll become aware. 
And and so I say, you know, start reading your labels now. You don't have to be vegan to go read your labels, but just read your labels so you know. Yeah. Right. And if you don't know what that word is, look it up. Find out what is that. Yeah. Right. Um, that is key. I say reading your labels are key. Yeah. That's that's another one. Yeah. That's good. Thank you for those tips. And you know, those tips can be used across the board, like for anything. Those are really good. Mm-hmm. Always understanding what your why is, starting where you are. That whether that's a workout routine, whether that's starting to get a new job. Job, whether it's eating differently, whatever it is, those are great tips. And, yeah. and, and and even label reading. Again, I think everyone should be label reading at some point. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? If you think about it, even if you eat a bag of potato chips, a lot of times that bag of potato chips, even the little size, you know, you get on the go that people do a potato chips and soda for lunch, like I used mm-hmm. to do. <laughs> but that bag of potato chips usually is more than one serving. But because it's just a, a handy bag, we'll usually just eat that as our one serving and so we're going well it's only got this many calories or it's got this many calories but those calories are for that serving and not for the entire bag you know so things like that really getting used to doing those things planning your meals prepping your meals and again it's not just vegan it's if you want to just change the way you live in terms Mm -hmm. of eating more healthy being more regimented and disciplined with your um, healthy or with your eating no matter what it is Um, could you give us a quick word of wisdom for people that are either beginning their journey or that may be kind of stalled out take it one plate at a time mm-hmm. i mean that's my tagline that's what I, f- I firmly believe take it one step at a time and enjoy the journey enjoy it because as you begin to enjoy it it won't seem like drudgery but as soon as you kind of you know, oh my God, I got to do it. It's not fun. Yeah. You know, have fun with it. Okay, so you didn't like that cheese. All right, now you can try another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You know, enjoy it. Enjoy the flavors, you know, experiment with different flavors. You'll be surprised at what you'll discover. I mean, I haven't had dragon fruit. I never had dragon fruit before. I looked at it and it looked weird. Uh-huh. It looked weird. I was like, okay, that looked kind of weird. But my God, it is delicious. The sweet. I was like, Oh, this is so good. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat, you know, so you just enjoy the journey and take it one plate at a time. One plate at a time. Don't, you don't have to go and think, okay, I'm going to do this for, you may not even start saying I'm doing this for the rest of my life. Yeah. You can say today at dinner, <laughs> I'm eating like this. Yeah. That's so good. And as you can, and celebrate every success. I don't celebrate your micro wins. Celebrate, celebrate your micro wins. It's not always about the big wins. Celebrate the little ones because they just continue to build, build your confidence more and more and more. And before you know it, I'm like, oh my God, I've been, I've been eating like this for 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Thank you. Good words of wisdom and good parting words. That is Tamiko Gardner. She is the plant-based vegan sister. Follow her on Instagram and Facebook at plant-based vegan sister. Don't forget it's S-I-S-T-A-H. Also join the Facebook group. And don't forget every Monday. Let's talk about your Monday night series real quick. Yes. So every Monday, um, I have a session called Vegan Curious Soul (laughs) Sessions. And I have to say it that way because that is the branding of it at this point. Uh (laughs) And shout out to Chi-Town, right? (laughs) Don Cornelius. (laughs) Um, I didn't even make that connection. That's good. Um, 
But on Mondays at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I, I interview various people from um, talking about um, goal setting, talking about uh, different chefs. Um, I've had a, a young lady on there who's located in Sacramento, Vegan Lady Soul, yeah. who is awesome, mm-hmm. right? Um, maybe you can get her on. Yeah. Um, and she, all about, uh, you know, she's all about diabetic. She's She has honed in the vegan diabetic food. Check her out. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and I just interview different people. We have a good time. It's like an hour. Uh, come on. You can ask questions. You can engage with us on Facebook. Um, it's usually a Facebook Live. And so it's on the Plant-Based Vegan Sister Facebook page inside there. And I've been doing them now since September. Nice. September, yeah. So it's been fun. I've had, had some great people on. So it's been a lot of fun. As a matter of fact, I've had Chef Babette. Yes, on. I saw that. Yes. And I'm going to be on her show on Sunday. I was supposed to be last Sunday, but some things happened. So I'll be on her show this weekend. So I'm like, oh, my God. She's amazing. Yes. Oh, my gosh. 70 years old. Look like she's 25. Right. Chef Babette is amazing. Her food's amazing. I love to go to stuff I eat anytime I go to L.A. So, yes, her food's Ooh, amazing. Oh, you've been there? Yes. Oh, Inglewood. Yes. It's so, so delicious. Absolutely. Uh, so, well, yes. you'll have to take a trip down. So, that's tomorrow. You'll be on tomorrow? Yeah, Sunday, 6 okay. p.m. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Bites and tidbits. Yeah. Bites, bites and tidbits. Yeah. And so if we're following you, you'll you'll have the information. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Because yeah. I definitely want to check that out. So that's how it, that's how it's happening, family. It's just one thing, you know, one thing leads to another in terms of getting information and, and starting to meet people and building a community and all of the things to help you with whatever decision that you need to make in your life. Not just healthy eating, maybe working out, mm-hmm. maybe transitioning to a new job, becoming an entrepreneur. So many things, family, that those those were good ground rules and kind of a base for us to consider. And vegan, uh, going plant-based vegan is another journey for you to consider. So I'd like to thank my guest, Tamiko Garner. Again, it's the plant-based vegan sister. That's S-I-S-T-A-H. And I don't know why I have to do my head every time I spell that. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that, but I'm like... <laughs> So it is the Plant-Based Vegan Sister. You can follow her on Instagram and Facebook. And join the group, the Plant-Based Vegan Sister Facebook group. You can have that. Uh, you can watch the Vegan Curious uh, Soul Sessions. That happens every Monday night at 6 p.m. I got to give a couple of shout-outs, of course, to Venice Johnson, the boldness coach who uh, connected us. Also, Yay! Stephanie Perry, a mutual friend and fellow chef as well. Um, I had to give a shout-out to Stephanie as well. Hey, and, Stephanie. you know, just, just don't forget, family, the Vegan Curious Total Health Summit is happening April 17th and 18th. Um, you can get more information. Again, follow uh, Tamiko and you'll see a link in her bio for how you can get more information or join the mailing list and you can get information not only about the Vegan Curious Total Health Summit, but about these cooking lessons that I'm so excited. <laughs> Girl, you can tell I am super excited. I am super excited to get some new recipes in my repertoire of vegan cooking. So that's how it's happening. Tamiko, again, thank yeah. you so much yeah. for being here today. Thank you for having me. This was a blast. That was the quickest two hours I've ever had. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. (laughs) It was fun. Family, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Full Circle. I am your host, Ms. Wanding. Make sure you're following the show at Full Circle 975. Also, if you have topics or if you'd like to sponsor the show, email me at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. Don't forget the anniversary show is coming up in two weeks. It is going to be amazing celebrating three years on air, and I can't have done it without you and go make it a fabulous day don't forget show love to everyone you meet and i'll see you next week peace 
This has been Full Circle. Follow our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5.